Are you tired of all the voices who say, focus on the bottom line numbers? Say whatever you have to, just close the sale. Just get the credit card. It doesn't matter what you deliver. You will never build a successful business until you grow a pair and stop caring so much. Here, we respectfully disagree. We give you permission to embrace who you are, how much you care, and encourage you to design a business that works for you and your clients. Welcome to The Art of Giving a Damn, the podcast that proves with every single episode that you can create a profitable business doing what you're passionate about and making a positive difference in the world. Now, here's your host, Michelle Schaefer. Hey, welcome to another episode of The Art of Giving a Damn. My guest today is Tommy Breedlove, and he's got some really cool, not just projects going on, but some really interesting perspectives on how to become legendary and live your best life that I know you're going to enjoy today. So Tommy, welcome to the show. Thank you, Michelle. I'm excited to be here from Atlanta, Georgia, while you're in Colorado. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, I think you guys have the nicer weather right now. Right now we do. It's been raining for months, but right now it's absolutely drop-dead gorgeous, so it's beautiful. All right. Well, for those who don't know you yet, Tommy, you founded the Choose Goodness Movement to help individuals, leaders, organizations increase their positive impact on the world while gaining meaning and attaining financial success, which I love. That's right in line with what I know listeners of this show are looking to create. So you actually chose to leave a very lucrative international financial consulting career to create the Choose Goodness movement. I know we're going to talk about that in a minute. You felt like, you know, you had achieved that financial success, business notoriety, prestige, but you were unfulfilled. You had really lost meaning and hope in your life. Mm. And I know you're not the only one who's been in that place. Uh, So I'm excited to find out more about the decisions you made and how you evolved into the next thing that you were meant to do in life. Uh, You chose goodness for yourself. You walked away (laughs) at the top of a professional career that most people would envy. And I I love how you worded this. Rather than having a complete meltdown, which is what a lot of people would do at that point, (laughs) you took control of your life and you started to figure out what's your benchmark for making decisions. And that became, have I chosen goodness for myself? for those around me, for my community and my planet? And I mm. love that question. Um, you know, as I, I kind of took a look through your site and different things before we jumped on, you said one thing that really stood out to me, and that was nobody is born legendary, but anyone can become legendary. I just thought, what an interesting example your life has been of that choice to say, yeah, it might look like I have it all, but this over here is what I really want to do. So Let's just start there and talk about the evolution that you went through to move into a movement. Yeah, I I will start that at age 36 or 37. I, um, I grew up from humble beginnings. I was the first person in my family to graduate college. Uh, Most of the people in my family went to trade school via the military. And most of the people where I grew up did as well. They're either trade school, military, um, good, solid, hardworking, blue-collar part of the earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at 37 years old, I was in a large public accounting financial consulting firm 
on the outside, it looked like I had it all. The fancy watch, the cufflinks, the suit. I literally was in an ivory tower looking down on Atlanta. And I looked at my life and I saw this wake of destruction behind me. Uh, my, my marriage was crumbling. Um, my friends were running out of my life. And if there was a checklist in my value systems of 100 things not to do, I felt like I checked off about 90 of them. Wow. And it was because, and I was, it was, I was always trying to find fulfillment, happiness, life, and the next big deal, the next car, the next thing and money. And what I found coming from those humble beginnings, well, we didn't have a lot of money. We never, we never were struggling for t- food to feed ourselves, but we weren't, we certainly weren't uh, wealthy people. I thought the definition of success was power, money, and prestige and really found out the hard way. I was that guy of ye who turns off the lights, lights out last wins. I was the tough guy, the cool guy, the important guy. And all of that was just this ins- insecure little boy that never dealt with his demons. Mm. And it literally almost cost me everything. And I went on this and, and I literally was probably doing some $25 million deal the week before and ended up five days later in a ditch. Um, literally almost dead. And so I decided, you know, it's interesting. You said, instead of having a complete meltdown, I was like, I probably need to fix that because there was a meltdown. (laughs) But regardless, I mean, at that point, I decided to make a massive transformation in my life and really find out who I was as a human, as a man, what my core values is and what my value system. So I went on this just this journey to find out my emotional health, my mental health, my spiritual health. And through that journey, um, that's when I realized the power of choices, that everything in life is a choice. And in my opinion, in my humble opinion, I believe the only true power we have in life is our choices and our mindset. And pre-37, I was scared. I was fearful. I was competitive. And I said, and it almost cost me everything. And I said, you know, I'm going to look up. Hopefully, if I live for 30 more years, I'm going to look up with a lot of regrets because mm-hmm. I, I just knew money is important. It's very important. It's it 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 is anyone who says money not important is is lying, but it is important. But it will not find us fulfillment and happiness. Yeah. And so when I realized, when I discovered that the power of choice and the choices we make, and also I discovered that the most important investment you'll ever make is investing in yourself. So that you can serve yourself, love yourself, and respect yourself, that you can serve and love your families, your significant others, and your communities and the movements that you serve. And so Choose Goodness was founded, and the most amazing thing happened to me in my professional career when I really discovered who I was as a human, who I wanted to stand for and what I did. I went from working 90 hours to 30 hours. Wow. I got, yeah, I was, I was literally promoted to international practice leader, senior partner, board of director. Here I am at the top of the mountain at 39 years old of this big financial institution. It was a big public accounting financial firm mm-hmm. because I was just being the man I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. But I knew within that first few board meetings that this is not the life I was meant uh, to have. And what happened is all of these alpha males Mm-hmm. who were very similar to me in corporate finance, legal, banking, entrepreneurs, executives, management level position, trying to chase that game of money, power, and life. Mm-hmm. And their marriages were crumbling. Their significant others were running out of life. They didn't know their kids. They were compromising their values. All these dudes, and I say dudes, and I don't say that loosely. These were dudes. Yeah. Um, at least they thought they were, right? And they just started reaching out to me and saying, hey, man, you seem to have fulfillment, peace, and balance in life. How do I get some of that? And so 
my piece of the choose goodness movement. There's a huge, there's a huge umbrella there. And it's all about making courageous, tough choices that better yourself, your communities and the people you serve. But my piece of it um, is motivational speaking as well as coaching men to be legends and legends can be a lot of different things to a lot of different people. Um, but for me, it's about not compromising who you are, but giving you the skill sets to become the human you were born to be and to really have it all phases of your life to be a good human, a good person, a good man, and ultimately a good leader in your business without compromising one or the other. So that's what legendary means to me. I love that. That's, that's a great way to define it because I think sometimes we throw words around like that without ever stopping to think, well, what does that actually mean <laughs> like, to me in my life? Like, how do exactly. I exactly, you know, the, the question that comes to mind when I hear you share that is, and I know there are so many people at that point where either they've been there kind of in the ditch, like you described it, or they're looking around going, this is not the life I wanted. This is not the life I thought I would be living at this point. What gave you the courage to say, I'm going to make a change. I'm going to do something different. To me, it, I felt like it. And I don't think everyone has to get to this point. Let me say that. Um, it could just be a feeling of unfulfillment. It could be just a feeling I know there's something more for me out there, that mm-hmm. belief that I was put here for something else. For me, it was several reasons. Um, I didn't understand why I felt the way I did about myself. I didn't understand all my fears and insecurities. I didn't understand why the people that I cared about the most, I would compromise first, including myself. Yeah. And I ultimately thought it was going to cost me everything, starting with my life. And I don't know if it was um, some sort of universal power or some sort of that little boy who came from humble, tough beginnings. There was some, there was some tough stuff in my past that I had never dealt with. Somebody somewhere was screaming, you got to get up and you got to live. And for me, I had lived 37 years a certain way and it wasn't working. It just wasn't working on any aspect. And I wanted more, but the, once you're aware, you have a choice. You can either choose to do the hard work and invest in yourself. And I'm talking about mental work, emotional work, spiritual work, uh, physical work, life work, business work. And you can choose to continue to live in a place of fear or you can choose to do something about it and live in a place of abundance. But it's really hard work. Um, I would be lying to you or anyone else to say that being your best self, A, the journey never ends. But B, there's little small things you can do along the way to find that peace, balance, fulfillment, happiness, and ultimately success, whatever that means to you. And so, and giving the damn, right? The art of giving a damn. <laughs> Give a damn about yourself first, right? Because we usually put ourselves last. It's crazy. We, we do. And, and that's something that, you know, it is so easy. And you've got to ask yourself, why do you compromise the things that should matter most to you first? That's a great observation to, to really kind of dig into for ourselves is why is it that the cost of success is us suffering, is our spouse suffering, our family suffering, the people we say we care about? Mm. It seems to be, and I don't understand it either. I think it's, I think there's a lot of different reasons for that. Mm-hmm. Um, societal pressures, competition pressures. Um, we are surrounded by media and now social media with the world of just perfection. And we want to be in control and we want the definition of success in this country, which usually comes with money, prestige, and power. And that, that simply isn't true. I, I do think if you want that, all of those things are important. 
and you should never change who you are, but maybe you should sharpen some skills and tool sets so that you can find that peace, happiness, and fulfillment in life. But I think there's a lot of pressure both with our society wanting more, um, the, the ever presence of things bigger, better, faster, prettier. And we put a lot of stock in um, power, money, success, and fame. And we're always comparing ourselves to someone else as opposed to just being happy with who we are. I I do believe we can, the envy thing is killer. You know, looking across the hall at someone else and saying, I wish I had what they have. But I guarantee you they're scared. They have pains. They're insecure, just like us. Yeah. And knowing that, but also celebrating their success. If mm-hmm. if someone inspires you or you look at someone and said, hey, I really, really like what they're doing. Instead of being like jealous and envy, celebrate that and follow their traits and do what they do. And I promise you it will eventually come for you as well. It came for me tenfold. What I thought was success and happiness and money in the financial world compared to what I think it is now, it's it's just it's, there's, it's night and day. I, I, I just wish I could have pinched myself before I had 37 years of misery. <laughs> you know, that, that's one of those things that I think sometimes it is what you said. Society has put this definition of success in front of us. And it takes us a while to wake up and realize that's not the type of success we really want to feel fulfilled mm. in life. Mm. I just didn't want, that's my, uh, I'm out at my cabin and my, my uh, staff, I eat my dog or outside. <laughs> He's really happy. Um, but yeah, I, I think what I don't, what I knew I didn't want to do is a, I didn't want to look back on my life regrets because I was spending so much time in work and trying to get the next thing. And it was never going to be enough. Yeah. And I was compromising everything that I truly cared about. Um, and I just didn't understand that. And for me, it was a very difficult decision Mm-hmm. But it was the decision I knew I had to make in order to be the human I was put here to be. I like that. The human you were put here to be. That's a great way to say it. You know, one thing that kind of comes up as I hear you talk is sometimes we look at, okay, it took you 37 years to work <laughs> yourself into that place that you were at. And, and sometimes we think, well, it's going to take me so long to change course or change path. But it really goes back to what you said a minute ago about our choice is the only thing we have. That's the most powerful mm. thing we have to make Indeed. that decision and say, okay, starting today, this is going to be different. And it doesn't take 37 years to shift and change it. Once you've made that decision, things start to go a different way. So, you know, you mentioned a minute ago, there's small things people can do to start to change that. And I know one of, one of the things that you have is a specific routine that you go through every day to kind of put your big boy pants on. So to talk to that, uh, talk to us about that for a minute. What are the things that let you make those intentional choices every day? Um, so there's three things that have really changed my life. Um, and they're simple things. The first one is gratitude. Um, I have a formal gratitude practice. And for me, I haven't got tired of this, but it's just like going to the gym or working on your heart or working on whatever you're working on, your, your career, whatever. It takes a lot of hard work and a practice. But the easiest thing, and I, I like what you said, I want to back up for a second, is if you look at where you want to go, it can be overwhelming. Mm-hmm. But you just got to take one baby step at a time and not overwhelm yourself and what happens and celebrate the little journey along the way. And, and you'll look two years from now, and you'll be amazed with just some small tweaks to your emotional, mental, 
and health life that'll pay dividends for you long term. But the biggest, the, the three biggest things that have changed my life, and I'll give them an order and then I'll talk a little bit about them. Gratitude, having a formal gratitude practice, and that is a very quick thing to have. The second is meditation, mm-hmm. um, and I'll talk a little about exercising your brain, and it helps you to get right here, right now. So we're not always looking into the future. We're not always looking at the past. The next big thing, I'm actually having this conversation. I'm enjoying it, and I'm right here, right now. The third thing is, and I hope this is okay for your audience. I'll, I'll simple it down. I won't say the, the, the what real way it said. But the, the third thing is, and this has really, over the past two years, made just an exponential change. And all three of these things, the meditation is a little hard. But the third one is, if it's not a hell yes, it's a no. And if you want to reconquer your calendar and you want to reconquer your life and get some negative vampire friends out of your life or not do things and live in the shoulds, that one thing that I learned two years ago, and I can't remember who I learned it from, that's just been overwhelmingly power. So gratitude gets you out of envy. It gets you out of the future. It gets you right here, right now. And it gets you thankful for what you have, all the blessings in your life from your heartbeat to your lungs, to the things we take for granted, the fact that we have clothes and the roof over our head. We live in the United States. There's a billion things all of us could be thankful right. for. And it gets us right here, right now. And it's a base to stand on. It's not a ceiling. So you're not being content. You can still be motivated, ambitious, but it's a base to stand on to know that we're thankful. And there's formal practices that I implement for myself and my coaching class clients it's the single biggest thing that'll change your life mm-hmm. and if you read I, i'm a crazy reader and a crazy craftsman at this self-development world but if you read all the greats from the business greats to the spiritual greats mm-hmm. to the artists the people that really inspire us they all have some sort of formal gratitude practice yeah. the second is meditation and that helps me be present it helps me to when i get in stressful situations or tough situations or when life happens and life will happens it helps me get here right now so that I can make very good, courageous choices so that I can help myself and those around me. And the final thing is, is that if it's not a hell yes, it's a no. I hope that's okay to say on this. It's actually a little bit harder than that. It's actually a little more wham than that. Um, But with that being said, that has allowed me to, does this human serve me? Does going to this breakfast help me? Does doing this project or answering this email or taking on this client does my, and you know instantly in your gut and your heart, do I need to do this or not? Right. And if you just, you don't have to apply it to all things in your life because family's tough. Let's be clear. The family one is tough. The family one is tough. It's so tough. But if you can implement it in three out of 10 decisions, those three things alone will 100x your life. Yeah. And you said something really amazing. We don't have to be. Gandhi, Buddha, Martin Luther King, the band U2, Lady Gaga. We don't have to be any of those people. Those are legends. I mean, they truly are. They've made massive impacts. But what does success and legendary and happiness and fulfillment mean to you professionally, business, all of that, to find that and take baby steps to get there so that you can become the person you were always meant to be? And the last thing, and I'll get off my soapbox, is – I really believe all of us were put here. We all have God-given talents. We all do. I don't care what gender you are, race you are, limitations you have. We all have these talents. I believe we were put here on this earth to use those talents to better ourselves and to better mankind and ultimately our planet. And if we could find out what our purpose and passions are and use those, you'll never, ever, ever feel like you work a day in your life. 
And so I'll get off my soapbox now. But those three things are really powerful, by the way. <laughs> yeah, that, that is. And it's, those are the things that shift your perspective. When you look at how do you make different choices, that is really what it comes down to is, are you thankful for where you're at, for what you've got? Are you focused on what's here right now? And are you doing those things that your gut tells you, your heart, your soul, whatever you want to define it at is saying, whatever. go for this. Uh, yeah. So often we logic that out and we're like, well, I should do this thing even though I don't feel like it or I really shouldn't do that yet. I'm not ready. And that I think a lot of times keeps us from living that life we're meant to live. We're so worried about, am I ready or am I worthy or am I the right person to get this message out there? If you have the message, it's yours to get out there. And, I think and all of us, great. That, that's so powerful, by the way, all of us. Here's the difference between just being where you are and being great, whatever that means to you. And it means something to a different person is being willing to take that courageous step because everybody has the insecurities. Everybody's scared. Everybody's got worthiness issues. All of us, a hundred percent. We're not, no one is immune to that. And the truly great human, regardless of what, where you want to go, what you believe in, all of that just takes the step. Just steps through all that noise. I call it the time you go around. Steps through that that self-critic. Am I good enough? Why me? All that. You know, we all know what that thing is. It's 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 the self-critic that just tells us we're not good enough. And we were taught that at a young age. But the first key is no, you're not alone. We all feel that. And the only difference between you and the people that you look up to, and we all have them, is they took a step. They're they're just taking a step and they're putting it out there. Right, wrong, indifferent. And no matter what you do, you're always going to have haters. And uh, no matter what you do, you're also going to screw up. That's what makes life fun. If we were perfect and immortal, life would be boring. God, it would be boring. So, yeah, there you have it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, those moments are the ones where, you know, depending on how you choose to react, those mm. are the things that, that keep you moving forward. You know, what you said about that, that idea of the difference between us and our heroes or those we look up to just being there, making the brave choices. I had a conversation with a client one time and she kind of went into that, well, how dare I do this type, you know, mindset. She was stuck around him. Am I ready for this? And the response that came to me was, how dare you not? There are people waiting for you. And that was kind of a light bulb moment for me to go, okay, we're all waiting for somebody else when really we're the ones who can make a difference. If we're willing to do the brave thing, like say, I'm going to leave this really great position in an ivory tower and go and share with people, you know, here's how you can make a better choice and change your life and the lives of those around you. And it's, it's easy to sit back and watch somebody else and cheer them on and say, awesome job. But it's a little harder to move into that space and say, okay, and I'm going to, like you said a minute ago, dissect what you're doing and figure out how do I do that too? It's super hard and it's scary, but everybody's scared of it. And I don't think it's just the courageous choice to move forward. The second step, and this is, I don't want to, I don't want to slide people away, but it takes hard work. I mean, those people are showing up one step at a time and they, no one, you know, no one started as Beyonce. She didn't start selling out stadiums. Yeah. She started somewhere by just opening up her voice and started to sing and knowing that making that tough choice to follow your purpose and passion. If you don't know what that is, there's folks like this on this call, <laughs> i.e. this video that can help you find that. 
Absolutely. and just do the hard work and go get it. And the work won't feel like work because you'll, you know, you'll still be stressed. You'll still be scared. All those that what I call the demons, they'll still come up. You know, those noises in your head, they're still going to come, but just continue to move forward and get a coach like yourself or a coach like me to help hold you accountable and to guide you. Because I guarantee you, everyone, I have a coach. I have a mastermind group I'm involved in. I have a psychologist. I have a, what I call an inner board of directors to keep this train on the tracks. Yeah. And so I think all the greats have coaches and, and mentors and people who lift them up. And so you can do it. Everyone can do it. If I can do this, anyone can do it. <laughs> That's, I say the same thing to people all the time. If I can do this, I know you can do this. Too. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's easy to look at other people and think, you know, oh, they're so far ahead, but you don't know the story behind it and where they started. And so often the things they've gone through, one of the things that I remind people of all the time is we don't actually need to know that it's easy or that it's going to be just these three steps we're so quick to look for an easy button all you really need though is to know it's possible because it's not a question of is it going to be hard work at living every day is hard work right indeed <laughs> you might as well go after the things that are worth it and that's totally. really the question is it possible is it worth it oh, totally yeah. and life is hard and it's going to keep coming at you why not enjoy it yes. you know why not and and again it's all mindset it's, it's not easy though and here's the second thing I, I think you bring up. It just reminds me of a great point is here's, here's another truth that we don't like to talk about is we all have the story. We all have our facade. We all have a facade that we want everyone to see, which is usually nonsense, by the way, we all have it, but we also have that story, that story that we keep in the shadows of things. We regret things we've done, things that were done to us that we wish hadn't. We all have it, and it's all in different forms. It's all in different shapes. It's all in different whatever. But knowing also that we all have that and not letting – I had a mentor one time tell me when I was really down. He said, Tommy, are you are you ready to quit living your story and start living your life? And I was like, Oof. because my story is not so easy to tell as a young man. And I had a lot of things that I wish hadn't happened to me. I had a lot of decisions I wish I wouldn't have done. And I was playing that victim martyr. Well, you don't know what I've been through. And it was time to know that, Hey, that happened for a reason. It prepared you for now. Think it, look at it and move on, but don't let it anchor you any longer. And we all have that story too. So it's not just about future of the present and being scared to take that leap. There's also some anchors that hold us down from our past that we might need to look at too. And so there's a whole step to this journey of life and moving on. So I just wanted to know that not everyone has it. No one's, no one's exempt, right? Yeah. So yeah. That's, that's a great question to ask yourself. Are you ready to stop living your story and start living your life? I'm going to have to yeah. that one. That's, that's <laughs> Well, you know, you, you we all have a story, right? We do, and you mentioned yours, and we didn't go into it. I know we're we're right at the top of the hour, so we'll we'll wrap up here. But for those who are are curious, your story has some crazy pieces in it. I mean, you did time in prison. You've had I I mean, much more than just this rise to the ivory tower. And for those <laughs> who are listening and, and curious, even more curious now, <laughs> go to TommyBreedLove.com. We'll put a link near wherever you're watching or listening to this and find out more about Tommy's story, the evolutions he's been through. And you can also get access to a one-page legendary life plan, which is fantastic. I, I love that. To really help you start looking at how do you create 
that legendary life? How do you today make that choice wherever you're at to start living even more of what you really want and what you're really here to do? So Tommy, thank you so much for coming on the show. Ah, you're so welcome. Thank you so much. And be your legendary. That's all we can be, right? To whatever that means to you. I look, I look forward to hopefully hearing from you guys soon. Absolutely. Again, you can find him at TommyBreedLove.com. Reach out, let him know you saw him on the show and uh, have a conversation about maybe what's next for you and your life and your business and how you can step more into that legendary presence that you want to create. Uh, thank you for tuning in today. Please like, rate, review the show and subscribe wherever you're at. And I'll see you back for another episode soon.